thank you so much for tuning in to Purifying Truths with A Star. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing to some and presenting to others, author Simone J. For those of you who don't know Simone, she is an author, award-nominated author, and she helps other authors publish. Welcome, Simone. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It is our pleasure. So we'll go ahead and jump right in. Simone, what inspired you to publish? Um, what inspired me to publish was when I finally finished my book, um, I wanted to start taking it serious. So I just felt like it was time to publish. I had been writing for a very long time, but never actually took my writing serious enough to actually publish. I also wasn't very educated on the different ways to publish. Um, so I didn't know when I would actually be able to actually publish a book because everything I was looking at cost so much money. Um, and then when I found out about self-publishing and all the different platforms that you're able to publish on, I decided I wanted to go ahead and just start taking my writing seriously and taking my my gifts seriously. And so I, I um, started looking into it and looking at my options and published my first book. And we're so glad that you did. You truly have a talent. Wow. So, Simone, do you remember when you wrote your first book? Um, I have an idea of when I wrote my first book. I can't remember what age I was, but I just remember I was really little and we were staying in these in, in some apartments and I was laying on the couch and I just remember I had like this little notebook and a pen in my hand and I wrote like one of those CJ Run books. Um so that was the very first book I wrote. It was just like a write writing big letters in the in a notebook type of thing. Um, and I just figured, you know, I was little, I was just doing something. But then when I was, I remember I was in probably like the fourth grade. Um, I was in the fourth grade and I kind of took a folder and cut it up into like a, a book or, you know, and I put some, some paper in there and I kind of wrote like a, a 10 page chapter book. And uh -huh. then, and then on, I, it was just on, up from there. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. Now, as an author, we're always supporting another author. We're inspired by and we can't wait for them to publish their next book. Tell me, Simone, what author inspires you the most? Um, There is a couple for specific reasons. One of the authors that inspired me the most is J.K. Rowling. The fun thing, I've, I've never read any of the Harry Potter books, <laughs> but I have seen some of the movies and I'm inspired by her for one, because she was the first author to make a billion dollars. So, you know, I figured she can do it. A lot of us can do it as well. Um, but one of the authors that inspire me right now is Kevin Kwan, um, the author of the Crazy Witch series. And only because when he writes his books, he writes his book in so much detail and I wish I could do that. <laughs> so that's that's one that's one of the authors that inspired me the most. I I look at his books and I'm like, if I can just write like him in that aspect, 
I would probably be a lot more better, a lot more better writer. So <laughs> yeah, Kevin Guan. Wow, Kevin Guan. Amazing, amazing. Now, your Soul Tie series consists of three books. Why, why did you write the Soul Tie series? Um, I started Soul Tie. So when I first started Soul Tie, I didn't know that it was actually going to be a series. Um, I started Soul Tie back in 2015. At the time I was married, working full-time jobs. I have two kids. Um, and so I had written about six chapters. And then after that, I didn't write for about three years. Um, during those three years, life just began to happen. Um, you know, I was I was in a, a just in a marriage. I was you know dealing with that and trying to be a wife and trying to be a mother. But then in 2018, um, I got divorced. And so when I first started Soul Tie, it was really just a book that I just it was just a, a good story that I thought of. But then after I was divorced, God began to speak to me about um, just things I had been dealing with concerning relationships in my marriage, before my marriage, just the different things that I indulged in. And he began to teach me about what it took to be a wife and what it took to be single. Um, and so this character that's in this book actually kind of became my guinea pig of, you know, telling a captivating story, but also giving a, 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 a message in the story of, you know, just being grateful for the single for the single season that you're in because singles are, it's a gift. The single season is a gift. Um, and so I, I wrote that book because I wanted to kind of have a way to, to speak to other women about building that relationship with God first. Um, not being so caught up in chasing love or trying to find love so much that you keep losing, you keep um, finding the wrong people and, you know, just going from cycle to cycle in a relationship to relationship, but just embracing um, your single life and also um, cultivating that relationship with God so that he can see the right person. Wow. Wow. You know, you said something that was so powerful. Singleness is a gift that we have to embrace. You know, it's so important that we are living in the present and accepting mm -hmm. it and not rushing to go to the next level, the next step. Yes. And I just love yes. the way that you brought out the character Elise in your book that showed, you know, we have to put God first. He's not only mm -hmm. given us the gift of life, but yeah. the gift of singleness, the gift of right. parenthood, the gift of marriage. We have to understand yeah. they're all gifts. And the way mm -hmm. that you tied that in with this soul series is nothing less than phenomenal. Yes, thank you. Simone, many of our listeners know what a soul tie is, but I want you to make it clear. What is your definition of soul tie? Um, so it's often said that soul tie is not actually found in the Bible, but um, to me, a soul tie is basically just just when two people are becoming one. Um, soul tie to me is basically a a um two people becoming one but not in the confines of which god intended it for um so basically of course we all know when two people come together and have sex that's basically what we call a soul tie um it's it's that thing that causes you to be blind to things that you really should be seeing 
Um, mm. And this, and just to make it clear, soul ties don't have to only be between two people who are in love and you know are, are having sex with each other. It can be between two friends. You know, sometimes you may have a friend that God is saying, "Hey, you know, this friend is no good for you." But you've been friends with this person for so long. Um, it's hard for you to let that friend go. That can be a soul tie as well. Just those, it's, it's those things that are not good for you that's tying you to another person. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's crystal nail, Simone. Crystal clear. <laughs> soul ties. Wow. How profound. Now, in your book, um, you have in your books, your series, excuse <laughs> me, you have um, the main character. Tell us a little bit about your book and and what Elise's role is. Yeah, so um, Elise is a, a character that um, I came up with. She's kind of she's kind of a little bit like me. <laughs> Excuse me. She's kind of a little bit like me, but she also has some characteristics that I wish I had. Like for example, you know, she's really educated, graduated college, and she's she went to pursue her her field in um, mark, market direct, market director. Um, and she's, you know, she's been successful in that. She doesn't have any kids um, and she, she lives alone. She's, you know, she's in a good place in her life in, you know, some areas. But then, you know, she has, she's one of those women who, you know, like so many other women, she wants to be in love. She longs to have love. Um, and so she's been in a few relationships, but they've all failed because, you know, she made the wrong decision with who she chose. Um, so that's kind of her background. Um, so when you first open the book and you first start reading it, you find that she's now in a place where she just wants to focus on her relationship with God. Um, she's not focused on trying to be in a relationship so much, um, but just, you know, having that time of being single. But she has her vulnerable moment. So she goes on a trip with her friends and she meets this guy who basically woos her and courts her and causes her to fall in love. Um, so she gets vulnerable and she starts to build this soul tie relationship with him. And of course we know, you know, like I said before, those soul ties, they cause us to, to not pay attention to, to things that we would if we didn't have that, that block there. Um, so she starts to find out different secrets about him. And now she has, she goes on this journey of trying to figure out what does she want to do? Does she focus on her relationship with God because God begins to, to reach out to her and kind of draws her to him. Um, so she goes on this journey of trying to figure out does she want to choose God or does she want to keep this man? So, yeah. <laughs> what a difficult decision. And we face difficult decisions just like Elise does every day, you know, because there's so many things that's competing for our attention. Yes, you know, it can be that man, but sometimes it's that job or that yeah. hobby that gets us yeah. off track. I love the way that your book reminds us we have to keep God first. Yeah, that can be a soul tie to anything in your life, basically. Yes, <laughs> yeah. You're willing to hold on tighter to more than you are to um, let go and surrender to God is a soul tie. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Now, what would you like readers to gain from your book? What should they walk away with? Um, I want people, when people read my book, I want people and I don't want to just say women because there have been men who have read my book and they've told me how they how they were even inspired by it and how they could relate to it 
um, which I'm so grateful for. Um, but what I want everyone to, to gain from this book is relationships are great. Marriage is great. Love is great. Um, but if we don't have that relationship with God first, we're going to keep going around in cycles. We're going to keep choosing the wrong people to do. And it doesn't, and it doesn't even necessarily mean that the wrong person means that, you know, they're cussing you out or cheating on you or doing all these different things. Sometimes two people are just not compatible with each other. It's just not the person that God has called you to be with. Um, and so I just want people to read this book and see, you know, to, to have the understanding that building your relationship with God first is more important. And then we can be patient in our single time and wait for God to send the right person to us. And once we do that, it'll be right. It'll be what he, what he planned for it to be basically. Indeed. Again, something else that all of us can relate to, regardless of whether we're male or female. Um, it's so important to wait on God in everything that we do. He's the one with the perfect plan, the perfect timing. You know, when we step out on our own, that's when, like Elise, we find that things don't go as smooth as we would like them. Indeed. Now, author Simone, now that you are a writing authority, Please tell the listeners that may be preparing to publish their own book, what is one thing that you wish you knew before you published? Um, one thing, I, I can't say what I wish I knew. I can say that I wish that I had studied more before I published. Um, I've basically been learning a lot of things as I've been going. And I, I wish that I had known a lot of things before. I wish I had studied more, just, you know, just looked into perfecting my craft more before I actually published. Um, I've made a lot of mistakes with my Anchor series. <laughs> I still have two more books to write. And that's normal for a lot of authors. You know, when you're first starting out, it's mm -hmm. not going to be perfect, especially if you're an independent author. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. I still make mistakes and I'm, I'm on my fourth book, so... Um, but I just wish that I had studied more because there are so many things that, you know, you can learn on how to um, perfect what you're doing and also uh, different ways and tactics to get your work out there um, to other people, to more people and how to, you know, just kind of do more to gain more success. Um, so I just wish that I had, you know, just studied a little bit more and just um, glean more knowledge about, you know, what what should be done, how to format how to um how to write how to market you know rapid releasing different things that I had no idea um the three act structure how to properly structure my book so many things that I, I couldn't really go back and do because I was already three books in um so it's like now I just have to keep going and start making those those adjustments with the rest of my books but I just wish I had studied more before I published understood well let me tell you the soul side Thai series is a series that looks flawless to those of us that are reading it. So if we if there's better to come, we can't wait. You hear audience do your homework. Anyone out yeah. there that is preparing to publish, that is writing and wondering what to do, when to do, how to do, the key things that I get from author Simone and I want you to take also, God first and do your homework. Yeah. So, Simone, what genre do you like to read? Um, I usually, so right now, because I 
am just trying to gain a lot of inspiration. Right now, I'm actually editing one of my books, so I haven't been reading in the past couple of weeks, just trying to stay focused on what I'm doing. Um, but I have been, I started back reading last year. I mostly read novels. I haven't found like a favorite genre um, because I'm looking for inspiration in all types of ways. But um, so I've been kind of picking up books, um, whatever basically looks good to me. I haven't really started reading fantasy. Mostly I read um, just like typical like life stories, like re fiction, contemporary fiction stories, I guess I would call it. Um, I've been mostly staying in that genre. And then I also read like some self-help Christian books. My last book I read, um, my last Christian book I read was um, a book by Joyce Myers. I, you know what? No, that was not the last Christian book I read. The last Christian book I read was The Weight by um, Devon Franklin and Megan Good. That book was really good. Um, wow. Yes, that was a really good book. Um, I recommend that for anybody who's single and is trying to walk the celibacy life out So, because <laughs> I'm in that process. But um, I like to read <laughs> books that motivate mm -hmm. me, books that help me grow. Um, I also like to read books on money because I'm a serious budget nerd. So I like to learn how to manage my finances. So, you know, just books like that. And then contemporary fiction books as well. So, yeah. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. I too love Christian help books. Um, there's so much that we can learn from each other. You know, iron sharpens iron. So I'm ready to go through the pages of any book that's going to help me. And it seems as though you are as well. Yes. So when you're not writing, please share with us. What do you like doing? Um, when I'm not writing, what am I doing? I watch movies. <laughs> that's one of my favorite things to do. I just like to sit down at home, especially when I'm by myself. Just chill at home, maybe a snack and something to drink, some water or juice or whatever I have in my refrigerator at the time, and just watch a good movie. That's that's pretty much what I'm doing most of the time when I'm not writing. Just relaxing. Wow. Yeah. So, Simone, what's next? Um, I am working on a project. I am really excited about this one. Um, this one came straight from God. <laughs> so I'm really excited about it. I'm working on a book called A Mile in My Shoes. This one is not in the Soul Tie series. Um, I still have two more books to write for that one. But I had to get this one out because God, he He brought it to me so strong. Um, but it's called A Mile in My Shoes. It's basically a story that's going to hit really close to comparison, you know, looking at other people's lives, but being grateful for what you have and if you're wanting more, working on the necessary adjustments to get there. Um, I think a lot of us deal with that these days. You know, we look at other people's lives and we think, man, you know, I wish I had that or I wish I was there. Um, and we can get there as well. We don't have to wish that we have another person have. We can get there as well. There just may be changes in our lives that need to be made to get there. Um, so this story kind of embodies that. It's about two sisters who are twins. They're when they were seven years old, their parents got into a big argument. The mother left, she took one twin and the father kept the other. Um, and so they go all these years without talking to each other. The mother kind of, she kind of turns turns the, the twin she has against the other twin and the father. Um, and when they turn 30, they actually meet back up and they decide they want to switch places for a week. Um, one of the sisters is really rich and she's very successful, but she's also really mean and nasty and 
people really don't really like her except for like her close friends and family. Um, and then you have the other twin who was raised by her dad. You know, she was raised to be very nice and sweet. But she's also, she has a business, but she's trying to get it off the ground. She's not very good at business. And, you know, she's learning that area in her life, but she longs for success while the other twin um, longs for what her sister has. She wants love and family and, and marriage and things like that. And so they kind of look at each other like, you know, I wonder what it's like to live your life. And they decide they want to kind of experience that. So they go through that journey of living the other person's life for a week, but they also come across some other things that kind of kind of um gets basically gets them together you know like you don't you don't need to be worried about living this other person's life you need to focus on this area of your life first <laughs> and then you can get there so that's that's what's coming out next wow a mile in my shoes love the title love the title and the message basically stating that you know, situations aren't always what they seem. The grass isn't always greener on the other exactly. side. And how you are turning that and making it so that the sisters are reconciled. Wow, that sits close to my heart. I can't wait to read it. Yes. <laughs> so, Simone, please tell us, how can listeners connect with you? Um, I am on multiple platforms. So I am on Facebook as Simone Johnson, my personal page. Um, I also have my author page, which is Novels by Simone J. Um, my website is ArthurSimoneJ.com. And then I'm also on Instagram as Simone J as well. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking time out your busy schedule to come on here to Purifying Truths. We have truly enjoyed having you as our guest. Thank you for tuning in to Purifying Truths with A Star. Tune in every Saturday at 9 a.m. For an exciting new guest who illuminates the world in various facets of life. If you would like to connect with A Star, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Facets of A Star, S T A R R. 